This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. So further chaos has erupted in the stock market, and the result is a lot of stocks even cheaper than earlier in the year. So they're getting cheaper than ever before. So I I had intended on doing another episode of the value stock or value trap type thing, because I know we love it. And I've been getting a lot of tweets asking me about a couple of stocks and whether or not they were values or traps. But instead, I felt like we should focus on only the best of the cheap stocks this week. And so, you know, if the stocks are going to go on sale, why not buy some of the Zach's number one ranked strong buys while those are cheap? If those are going to go on sale, I'm definitely going to take a look. So I ran the most basic of the screens. It had to have a Zach's number one, um, which immediately puts it in a very exclusive club because right now there are only 223 number ones. And the rank, remember, covers about 4,400 stocks total. So only 223 of those 4,400 are the best of the best. And that means they, they will have rising earnings estimates that the analysts are in agreement and those estimates are rising. So I definitely wanted that, and I combined it with a really cheap P.E. I did a P.E. under 10. Normally I do 15, but I did under 10 to get the cheapness, and um, that would mean we're going to get the single-digit P.E.s. Now, the overall valuation of the S&P 500 has fallen over the last two months, so it is cheaper than it was during the kind of euphoric mania that was going on in January, but still trading with a forward P.E. of 17.5. That's better than about 19 that it was trading at. A little bit more in line historically. I'd like to see it maybe 16, 16 and a half. Maybe we'll get there. I don't know. But right now it is cheaper, but this screen is going to get us even cheaper than that. So I'm looking for the dirt cheap ones under the 10. And I wanted to keep it just short and sweet. So that's the only two things I screened for. But with the narrowness of the number one rank, I knew we wouldn't get that many stocks. So I did get 30 stocks in the screen. So only 30 out of the 223 actually have PEs under 10. And then I had to look through that 30 to see, you know, pull out maybe five names that I like the most. And I did have to put aside some of my own personal biases on some of these, and I'll get to that in a minute, about why I have the bias. And then ironically, as I was going through these five stocks, I realized that some of them are the scenario that a lot of you want to cover, whether or not they're a value stock or a value trap. Yes, even these number ones could be a value trap. So let's get right to it. The first stock is General Motors, ticker GM. Now, this is one of the ones that I have a personal bias against just because I think we are at the peak auto. The consumer has already bought the car over the last couple of years. They don't really need it. If you talk to anyone who is looking to buy a car or lease, buy or lease as a matter, there's tremendous deals out there, but that's always a sign that they're trying to get the cars off the lot. I know people who've just gone into lease, you don't need any money down anymore. They'll they'll roll all the taxes and all that other stuff into your monthly payment now. You could just like go in and drive off with whatever car you want. So I'm a little little suspect of the automakers right now, but General Motors is super cheap. It's still, as we've talked about, it has a forward P of 5.8. It has a peg of 0.7, so it does have some growth there. 
It's supposed to make $6.25 in 2018. Six estimates are higher in the last 60 days. That's where we get the number one rank. But it made $6.62 in 2017. So that's a decline from last year, so far at least. We're still early in the year. That could change. So I'd consider this one to be a little bit of a value trap still. I'm watching the automakers closely because they are all still cheap, but it's still the value trap. Now, these shares are down 16% year to date, so that's why they're cheaper than ever before. You do get that dividend yield, which is 4.1% right now. That's pretty juicy. So they're paying you to hold it on and stay in there. But I still don't like where those estimates are going. But looking for a cheap automaker, then General Motors is one you might want to watch. Our second company is the Himur Company. Many of you know this, ticker CC. This one was spun off from DuPont in July 2015. So it doesn't get as much love as it really should, but it's a mid-cap global chemical company. They do a lot of performance chemicals. And these shares are down about 10% year-to-date now after being on fire for all of 2017. But they're still cheap. Forward PE of just about 9, and it has a peg of of, uh, 0.6. So Himur made $3.82 in 2017. And get a load of this, they're expected to make 530 in 2018. So that's a gain of 38%. So no value trap problems with this one. Those are, you know, that's great earnings growth right there. And you still have the value. So this is a rare company that has the double-digit earnings growth plus the value scenario and dirt cheap value scenario. So um, Hemor's also interesting, and I love the chemical companies right now because they are the building blocks. And as the global economy heats up, that's what's being bought. So ticker CC there. And then the third one is one of the retailers. We've talked about it before, Macy's, ticker M. So this is also mid-cap, $8.5 billion market cap. These shares are still up for the year. They're still up about 6%, so they're hanging on. But remember, 2017 is when things got really grim. Then they bounced off those lows when they posted better-than-expected numbers. They're still cheap, though. P.E. is 7.7, and the peg is 0.9. And they pay that big dividend yield that's still at 5.3%. So cheap with the big dividend yield. But taking a look at those estimates, so this fiscal year, seven estimates are higher in the last 30 days. As I said, they had a better holiday quarter than most people thought and a little bit better outlook. So they're expected to make 363 this fiscal year. But last year, they made 377. So just like General Motors, that's a decline. Here, it's only a decline of 3.7%. And these estimates will be adjusted as the year goes on. But it's a little bit of a value trap there. I would keep an eye on it if you're interested in avoiding the value traps. It's not a super severe one, so it is definitely one to keep on your list. I own Macy's in the value investor portfolio now because I do like retail and I do consider it a cheap buy and that people have oversold this stock. But it is a little dubious on the earnings side, so something to keep an eye on. That's Macy's, ticker M. And then the fourth company I'm going to talk about today is one we've covered many times in this episode of Value Trap, Value Stock, and it's Micron, ticker MU. They just reported, as you know, end of March here, and it's still cheap, and the stock is still up on the year. So it's still up 20%, even though it has sold off since the earnings report. 
but the PE is still dirt cheap at 5.1 and it has that peg of 0.5. So taking a look at the estimates now, because this is where the key is with this one, it has not been a value trap in the past because those uh, next fiscal year estimates were on the increase, but so fiscal 2018, they're halfway through already. They're seven higher since last week's earnings, so seven estimates are already higher and expected to see year-over-year growth of 118%. So that sounds good, right? So they're looking at 1084 now for fiscal 2018. They only made 496 in fiscal 2017. So huge gains there. Everybody knows what this story is and how hot the semis are and how strong the demand is. But people are still concerned because there's always a cycle that the demand is going to decline going into, you know, they thought it would be this year, this calendar year, but now they're concerned about calendar year 2019. So fiscal 2019, there are four estimates already higher since the last earnings report, but you're seeing a little bit of dip in what might happen for next fiscal year. So the current estimate there is 948. Remember, we're at 1084 for this fiscal year, but it has been inching higher. As I said, four are higher since the earnings report and um, those estimates have gone up from $8, you know, up to mid-nines now. So while it looks a little bit trap-like at the moment, it's not severe again. It's kind of like the Macy's thing where we'll see what develops as the year goes on, but the analysts are being conservative for the next fiscal year. So you literally are going to have to wait for the company to give even more guidance. Eventually, all the naysayers will be right that the demand... Um, will slow or, or the inventories will rise and um, they won't be able to, you know, continue with this kind of earnings growth. And then it will be much more of the trap. But so far, that hasn't been the case with Micron. I also own this one in the value investor portfolio. And our fifth stock is Valet, ticker V-A-L-E. I covered this company, which is a Brazilian-based Iron ore and nickel manufacturer, they're the largest producer of those two in the world. And I covered it on the market edge when I had John Blank on because he owns this one in the um, large cap trader. And this one um, is really cheap still. It has a forward P of just 8.6. There's no peg ratio for some reason. We don't have that. With a lot of the foreign companies, it's harder to get a lot of data. There's not many analysts that cover it. But this one has four estimates higher in just the last 30 days for this year. They're expected to make $1.47 for this year. They made $1.35 last year. So that's some earnings growth of 8.9%. So they're not a trap here, even though 2019 looks like a little bit of decline. But again, it's like some of these other stocks I talked about today where the analysts are just being more conservative because we're at the early part of 2018. Their crystal ball isn't super clear about what might be happening going forward. But also with 2019, the estimates are moving higher for Valet as well. So these shares are down 4.2% year-to-date. Not too horrible. They do pay a dividend with a 2.2% yield. So you're getting that to hold on. So if you're interested in any of the metals 
And I know many of you aren't. Let's be honest. That's why it's so cheap, right? This is one you might want to keep on your list. And as I said, John Blank likes it a lot. So I'll cover these dirt cheap stocks again over the next weeks because if the stock market sell-off kind of continues here, we're going to get a lot cheaper. So, And I will cover those without the, the Zach's rank of number one because I know you like them and some of those are really cheap. I know you've been tweeting at me some stocks with PEs under five. It's kind of like the stocks under $5. Um, when you get a PE under five, you do have to kind of wonder, is something else going on? Are they hidden gems or are they really too risky to consider? Is there danger there? Because sometimes too low of a PE can also be a red flag that other things are going on because clearly Wall Street is ignoring that stock or avoiding it at all costs if they have a PE of like two or something. So, but I'm starting to see some like that. So I'm gonna cover some of those in future episodes and I'm gonna revisit the FANG. We've uh, looked at the FANG stock and whether or not any of them were value, but that was last year when they were still on the go, go, go. And now, you know, it's no, no, no on some of them. And we've seen big pullbacks, including Facebook uh, declining 20% here. And I know you want to know, is this a value stock? Should I be looking at it? So I'm going to take a look at those on future episodes too. So you need to be sure to subscribe so you're getting all the Value Investor podcasts so you don't miss any of this good content and um, any of this analysis on what's going on with the value stocks because I feel like our time is coming now. Growth is in trouble. I know I own a lot of growth stocks. I'm not cheering that the growth stocks are selling off. But as a value investor, that means we could get some real good deals and value might have its day in the sun. So let's recap the tickers from this week. Uh, these are some of the ones. These are the Zacks rank number one strong buys. So they have rising earning estimates and they're dirt cheap with the PEs under 10. But be a little leery of some that have some value trap characteristics. They're not extreme traps. I'll just put it that way. None of these are, um, you know, where I'm like, no, run away. Don't don't get into that one. But there's a few that have some uh, value trap ideas in there. So be aware of that. But keep some of these on your list if you want to just keep watching them and if you think you might be able to get them cheaper. So the first one is General Motors, ticker GM. And then we have Hemours. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, as you know, but I like the French pronunciation. So I'm going with it. That's ticker CC. Then we have Macy's M is the ticker there. M as in Mary or M as in Macy's. And then we have Micron, M-U, and Valet is the same as the name, V-A-L-E. So again, be sure to subscribe so you get all of our content and I'll see you again next week.